everyone. I'm Rachel Coley with Ari Meglin, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. We're on episode 104, and this week's question is, how do you deal with writing distractions? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoy this episode, please give it a like, write a review, and share it with your friends. It really means a lot. So what exactly are writing distractions? I guess you could define it as anything that is not writing. You could just literally sit down, play video games, read a book. Reading a book is technically a distraction from writing. You can call it research, but we all know the truth. (laughs) Feeling really cold out right now. Seriously, so cold out right now. It's true. As writers, we do anything and everything in our power to do anything except writing. I mean, writing's hard. I don't know why we started this to begin with, but we did it and here we are. And now we have to deal with writing distractions because let's add more stress onto ourselves. So with all of that said, I'm actually gonna like say, how do you deal with writing distractions? Don't. I feel like there are sometimes you just need to let the distractions run its course. Because sometimes if you're sitting at your computer and you're trying to like bang out some words and they're just not coming to you, go do something else. Take a break. Like sometimes that's just a sign that your brain is just not into it or it needs a break. So go ahead and go read a book. Go watch a TV show. Go do something else. Go take a walk. Anything else. And just give yourself a break from writing. Um, There are definitely some times when I feel like you're sitting at your computer and you're not writing because an email pops up or maybe the dog starts barking and you got to take the dog out or something like that. And then by the time you take come back in with the dog, you just completely forget about writing or you get distracted with something else. But I feel like depending on what those distractions are, you kind of need to use your best judgment and decide, do I need a break right now or no? If the answer is no, and you get an email, put your phone on silent, exit out of your email tab. That way, you don't know that you got an email. Who answers emails anymore anyway? (laughs) More calling out. Seriously. (laughs) I know I don't respond to my emails, but geez. I like how you snapped up. Like you immediately looked right at the camera and you were like, hey. Uh, but yeah, I feel like when when something distracts you from your writing, there are times where you just need to let it happen and take a break. And then there are other times where you just kind of need to power through. And when I say power through your writing, I mean, actually, like, like I said, put your phone on silent, put it away, exit out, out of the internet, out of all the tabs and just have your writing up or grab a notebook and do some handwriting for a little while. Uh, sometimes I feel like a good way to get out of some writing distractions is if you switch up your writing. If you've been staring at the computer screen for too long, it's best to just get a notebook and a pen and start handwriting or vice versa, depending on how you do things. I think you can break down writing distractions into categories because I do love doing that. So you've got the noise distractions, that's your barking dogs, that's your people talking, that's the phone ringing, noises outside. And especially if you are quite sound sensitive, you know, where you're like drawn to all these extra noises and it pulls you out of the the zone, that can be quite an issue. In situations like that, I would definitely say 
try and reduce that as much as possible. So, you know, if the dog can be put in a different area of the house or with somebody else, so hopefully it doesn't bark, if you get yourself some noise cancelling headphones, tell people that you're working, put a note on your door so nobody's banging on the door and coming in for no reason. Let's be honest, it's almost always for no reason. You know, things like that where you can reduce as much of the noise as possible. You've got other things like what you said, where sometimes it's just not flowing and you kind of get angry at sitting in front of the computer and nothing's coming because then you feel like you're wasting time. And as you said, if you try and power through, sometimes it just it feels painful, you know. So in that sense, what I would normally do is take myself away from the computer and go analog style. So that's grabbing my papers, grabbing notebooks, index cards or tabs, colored pens. And I would then sort of transport myself to a different location in the house away from the computer and make notes, do it, do some editing, do some world building information, just something. So you're still working on this on the story, but you're not maybe writing the story. Because sometimes that's just enough if you're struggling to get through the writing just putting yourself into a different location doing something a little different can help definitely maybe I don't know <laughs> and as you said with the email seriously totally called out because I am horrific with answering the email I open it and I look at the email and I read the email and then I get stressed about that I have to do something with the email and I close it and pretend it didn't happen and repeat all the time so my email box often has over 300 emails in it but I digress if you've got your email bleeping if you've got that social media itch where you can't stop going and I'm just checking and refreshing and has anyone commented on my new post blah 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 I believe people have that I don't actually have that but I know that can be a thing definitely turn your phone off or put your phone in a different room you know, if you don't really need it, if you want music, put it on your computer, you know, use a some other form of thing. Don't always have it on your phone and switch off the Internet. If I really want to get something done and I, I have got a habit of like, you know, oh, I'll just research this thing and then down the rabbit hole I go, I will shut the Internet off on my computer so that I can just work on the story. And even if I want to click onto something, it's like I'd have to go downstairs and mess with the you know mess with the route i'm not talking knock it off on your computer where it just takes a button to put it back on again i'm talking go down and knock it off the router so that you can't access it and you'd have to get up off your ass and go down and put it back on and let's be honest we're all lazy nobody wants to do that you're more likely to sit and actually write then i say that i don't know how often that would work for me i've done it a few times but then something important will come up and i'll have to go down but yeah, it's, 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 I think it's identifying what the distractions are, especially the main distractions in your life. You know, is it people knocking on the door and coming in or just coming in? Is it pets barking? Is it falling down the rabbit hole? At least if you identify them, you should be able to find sneaky ways to fix them, I think, maybe. I'm only laughing because you mentioned how, like, you know, we don't want to get up off our asses and, like, go turn the router off and things like that. You know what a big distraction for me is? Myself. I will be in the middle of a sentence and my brain's like, you should get up. And I get up and I pace and I just 
wander around the upstairs for like 10 minutes before I stop. And I'm like, what just happened? What am I doing? And then I go back to my computer and I like start doing it again. <laughs> and like, I, I don't know why I'll just like, all of a sudden I'll be in the middle of work. And it's not just writing. Like this is like answering emails or doing my actual work. I'll just randomly get up and start wandering around and there's no rhyme or reason for it. My brain is just like, you should do this. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go take a quick walk and just pace back and forth between my office and my bedroom. And just, yeah, that, that's what, that's what I do. So it's like you get up and get the router. Okay. Well, my router is in the kitchen. So guess what I'm going to go do? I'm going to go downstairs, turn the router <laughs> off and get a snack. <laughs> And then it'll take me like a half hour to go back up the stairs. <laughs> if you got like restlessness or something, it's like you yeah. can't sit for, maybe you need a standing desk and, and like a step machine or a little treadmill under the desk so you can be walking while you're writing and you don't I have do to have feel the urge. Standing desk. That's the thing. Do you use it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I use it all the time. And I still, I still like, for some reason, I just can't stay in the one spot. I got to get up and start walking around. It's the weirdest thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be fair, any form of exercise like that is good. It gets the blood rushing to your brain and it can give you more ideas. It does. So yeah. Maybe, was... maybe you need a dictation machine. So as you're walking off, you can be dictating I've, your story. I've tried that before <laughs> and they never understand me. I don't know if I talk too fast or if I'm just because I'm American, so I just don't talk right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when you mentioned about how instead of like if you're getting distracted by stuff or you feel like you can't actually write to go edit or write notes or do something like that, I do agree with that. And I do that a lot. But I will admit that there is that fine line where you can go down that rabbit hole of research and editing and things like that. And I don't know about you, but there are times where I'll be in the middle of book one and then I have an idea for book two. So I'm like, screw book one. Let's start writing book two. And then that's a whole nother set of problems. So I guess in a way your writing can actually be a distraction itself. So this episode is just a smorgasbord of crap because how do you define a writing distraction? A distraction is literally anything and everything, including writing itself. So the main thing is you kind of need to know where that fine line is when it's becoming a distraction and when it's actually pushing your work forward. I think there's little things you can do to help reduce writing distractions. Having an idea of what you're writing on the day you're writing helps. So if you're going into your writing session on a Monday and you know that you're working on chapter two and it's the, you know, the inciting incident has just happened and X, Y, and Z has got to happen. That's what you're working on. So having a plan to say, right, this session, I am going to be working on this one scene, this one chapter between this character, this character and this overall arc. That can help because then you're not going to sort of sit around thinking. And while you're thinking, you're like, oh, the bookshelf needs changing. I'm going to tidy that. And, oh, I didn't open the mail. I might just go and do that. So kind of catching yourself by having a plan. Removing as many distractions as possible. Obviously, I mentioned taking out the Internet and, and you know, getting your noise cancelling headphones and trying to stop people from coming in and annoying you. 
set up a routine, a ritual, if you will. You know, are you the sort of person, Rachel, who goes out and gets a snack <laughs> or grabs the millionth cup of coffee? So go and start before you sit down to the session. Get you get yourself a coffee or some snacks or get a thermos full so that you don't have to leave the desk. Make sure you've got all the tools you're going to need. Me, this is this is my issue. Glasses, because I actually have a different pair of glasses I need to use for the computer, and it's never in the frigging room that I do my writing. So I end up wearing the wrong glasses again. I ache. So that's something that I need to put into my writing ritual. You know, before you sit down, have I got a brew? Have I got my snacks? Have I put my note on the door telling everyone to piss off? Have I got my glasses? Do I have my pens? Where are my notes? And they're all set up, or they should be set up. That way, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm just going to go and find my glasses. I'm just going to go and find that pen I always use. And then, oops, swept up by somebody needed you, or the cat needed feeding, or, you know, the post needs opening, or any other distraction that grabs you because we've got like, the attention span of a gnat. So I think that can help, creating a bit of a ritual and things you always need. Do you need notepads? Do you need cards? Do you need printer ink and paper at hand? Don't put it in another room. Put it in the room, in the area you're going to be using it at. Things like that. Don't open multiple tabs. Have a set time on your computer. I mean, I think there's a program you can do it where it locks you out of things so you physically can't go and access Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff because it locks them. I am saying this while thinking that's true. I don't know if it is. If it is, we'll put uh, details in the description. If not, Rachel can cut all this out. <laughs> I've actually never heard of that, so I don't know. But I was going to mention earlier about setting a timer for yourself. If you find yourself getting distracted, try to like set a timer, even if it's for five minutes, and just say, okay, I need to concentrate for five minutes and start writing or editing or whatever you're currently working on. Um. And also the environment, uh, you, you mentioned about how getting all of the things that you need and, you know, sit down and have your coffee or your tea or whatever, and have your, your note up on the door, but also on the other hand of it, changing up your environment can help as well. Um, I notice, like a lot of times in my office, I sit at my desk every single day and I write. And then there are some days, all of a sudden, I just find myself not getting any work done. So I'll go over and I'll sit on the couch with my laptop. And for some reason, just moving from one side of the room to the other makes a huge difference. I don't know why. But then again, I pace around the rooms. So maybe it's just me. I don't, I don't know. But I think there are so many different ways that you can go about it. And as Ari mentioned earlier about categorizing what your distractions are, is the distraction something, you know, totally random like the dog barking or is it something that just can't be helped like your emails or maybe somebody called you and they're like hey we need you real quick and like because sometimes like things happen like family emergencies happen you can have a routine all you want and that's actually one of the issues that I've had with routines is that every time I get into one and I have my day scheduled something always happens and it's usually something that I can't control and that I have to deal with right away. So I need to hit the pause button on my writing and I need to go deal with that. And then by the time you get the chance to sit back down and do your writing, well, the motivation's gone. You forget what you were doing. And it's just, sometimes it's just easier to start fresh the next day. And that's not always a bad thing. 
writing distractions can be a huge pain in the ass, but there are days where sometimes you just need to step back and be like, okay, if I'm getting distracted too much, if it's too easy for me to get distracted, then maybe I need a break. I think we also have to mention something which people aren't always happy about. There's writing distractions. Like if you're sound sensitive and there's a lot of noise and you need to work around that and things like that. Or I said, like interruptions that you have no control over and all sorts. There's also the intentional procrastination (laughs) because that's what happens. We all do procrastination in different ways. And sometimes you can find yourself doing it a lot. When that happens, you need to ask yourself, is it because you're stuck or is it because you've lost heart in the writing project? Now, it could be that you're stuck and there's some issues in the story that's making it harder to come out. If you've got a block or an obstacle that you can't get around or a giant plot hole that you've fallen into, that means that needs to be something that's something that you need to address and you need to work around, whether it's using um other writers and critique partners to help you get over that if it means replotting the whole story or if you're a pantser actually plotting it see if you can figure a way around it spending some time away from the actual writing to work on your plot the other side is maybe it's not that you're stuck but you've lost interest in the story it's not catching you and let's be honest if you're not enjoying it if you're not enjoying writing it You're probably not going to enjoy reading it. And if you're not going to enjoy reading it, nobody else is. In the end, you need to have a lot of passion for your story. And if you don't have that, that is a problem. But I think as writers, we kind of get trapped in this idea that you've, especially if you've put a lot of work in, the idea of letting it go, even to put it aside, it can be really hard. It's like, well, I've put so much effort in. I might as well like drag myself through it. But what happens instead is, you procrastinate and you procrastinate and you procrastinate because you don't want to deal with it because you're not really enjoying it but you don't want to let it go so you have this kind of limbo doing nothing floating moment and all it is is wasting time this is not again a jail free card saying well put it aside and go and start a new project because that is shiny object syndrome and that is not good mainly because me and Rachel both suffer from that <laughs> we do like our new projects But it is something you sometimes have to think about. Have you stopped writing? Are you pulled into distractions a lot easier because you're maybe unconsciously not interested in writing that story? And is it because there's an issue that needs working on the story or that you just, it's just gone from you? Doesn't have to be all the time. Doesn't have to be something that's like, that's it, you'll never write it again. But it might be one of those projects that's just, needs to be put on the back burner for a couple of months, maybe a couple of years, and put your heart into something else. Again, if that's all you're doing, like you literally write and then shove it on the back burner and then start something else, then shove it on the back burner and start something else, and you have a back burner full of projects, that is also an issue. So, yeah, just a little bit of food for thought. I appreciate how this episode is us just telling everybody how we're doing everything wrong. If you're writing, you're doing it wrong. If you're not writing, you're doing it wrong. If you're pacing around the room, you're not doing it. You're doing it wrong. (laughs) I said you're not doing it wrong. (laughs) That's the only thing acceptable, (laughs) pacing around the room. (laughs) Oh, if you're surfing the internet, doing research to progress your novel, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) 
long story short, we're doing everything wrong. Um, no, but seriously though, if you're getting too distracted from your writing, the first step is to figure out the cause as to why you're getting distracted. Ari just brought up an excellent point. Sometimes you just need a break from that particular story or your heart's not in it anymore. And that's not a bad thing. You can always go back to it later. Uh, but as writers, we come up with ideas all the time and we have to sort through them. And if you get an idea, you gotta write it down. Otherwise you're gonna forget about it. And that could be your next bestseller. You never know. Uh, but otherwise, do your best to have a routine, a writing routine and sit down, set yourself a timer, try to fight the timer, or I mean, try to race the timer and give yourself some time to like really hyper-focus on whatever you're working on. Um, but just remember to give your book some TLC. And um, so whenever you feel like you're getting like too distracted from your novel, if it's something that is as little as an email or something else the telephone's ringing but it's not important you know it's not important it's your books time like th think of it as like an appointment you have an appointment with your book and you need to give it its undivided attention with all that said we're going to turn it over to you guys what are your methods for dealing with writing distractions because i don't even know if ari and i helped so we'd love to chat about it and tell us your answers in the comments below. But if you want to get some more of the Merry Writer podcast, then be sure to follow us on Podbean, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And for as little as $1 a month, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Merry Writer podcast for bonus content. It helps keep the show going, so we really appreciate the support. But in the meantime, tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of the Merry Writer podcast, where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Scraps of Paper. We have notes everywhere. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.